3: if we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it.
0: Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
4: ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
1: Wherever you listen to podcasts,
3: ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere.
4: ACAST.com.
2: The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed.
3: From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast Feed, and this episode of the Force Center Podcast Feed is one of our deep dives. This is part two of a deep dive. We looked at Leia's journey through the original trilogy, now we're going to look at Leia's journey through the sequel trilogy, and I can't wait. I'm Joseph Scribchon.
4: I'm Ken Napstock. This has been a lot of fun, a uh, a long time coming discussion, and it uh, gives me opportunity to watch all these movies again. That's always fun.
3: (laughs) It is great to have a a reason, you know, uh, not that you need a reason to watch Star Wars, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I was kind of watching a couple moments and uh, I got running late on the morning of our recording because I got lost and was just watching Star Wars. It's a great thing to be late. To talking about Star Wars because I was accidentally watching too much Star Wars.
4: I did the thing, I was going to do the shuffling through uh, Rise of Skywalker to get to any layup parts. And I just was like, well, I mean, I can't skip this scene. Well, I mean, come on, Bobby Frick, I can't just skip that. I'll I'll get (laughs) it. He's just watching the whole thing.
3: Yeah, I need to see the Aki Aki dance. Come on, they work so hard. It's rude not to watch it.
4: I did you you, 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 that's literally the moment I was like, I just love that dance so much. I'm not going to fast
3: forward. <laughs> I need to put that on as like a, uh, a, a yoga aerobics video and just try yeah. to dance with the Aki Aki and annoy the hell out of my neighbors. Uh, anyway. We're going to get into this, but first, we always want to let you know that our podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com/slash center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This week, we are recommending "Into the Dark" by Claudia Gray. Great high republic book that we will be discussing. I believe next week uh next thursday's deep dive we'll be doing a deep dive into into the dark so if you want to ca- get caught up if you like listening to the audiobooks you can download your free audiobook today you can go to audibletrial.com slash again that's audibletrial.com slash for your free audiobook but that's not all we have another offer
4: we have another offer indeed from inside edition publisher public inside editions, publishers of a ton of great podcasts, star Wars books. You know, we read these ad copies every week and sometimes you just don't see the words (laughs) inside editions (laughs) is offering 35% off across their entire website with a special force center code to get your discount, enter the coupon code FC 35 or visit the website with this link inside editions.com slash discount slash FC 35. This week we're recommending the inside edition, edition's book star wars galactic baking this is a new one coming out on may 4th so check it out with fc35 i was kind of giggling because you said iphone i think on tuesday's show instead of kindle i said kendall like kendall jenner's gonna read you a book and i was so in my head on that i i forgot the words i was reading here. uh
3: yeah no i i did the merger that should never happen in real life if i merged iphone and android and made iphoid i I foid mary someday we will live in a monopoly all controlled by i a terrifying (laughs) terrifying day i am sorry that i predicted it with my my stumble but we did it ken we got it through it it. uh you can go to audible trial.com center or inside editions with fc 35 look we nailed it uh so we are going to move on to our actual discussion uh like i said last week we did a big look at Leia's journey through the original trilogy. I think part of the reason we wanted to do this is we've talked about a lot of individual moments or looked at Leia through a lot of lenses or or Leia's relationships uh, or her meaning to fans. But it's really great to just walk through the movies and kind of try to uh, look at, her path as a character through the skywalker saga specifically in the movies specifically because there's so many great books and comics uh Mm. that we could do you know hours and hours and hours of this but really looking at the the movies the skywalker saga and asking what are her actual actions uh when are movies where many events happen to her and she kind of handles them and moves forward versus when is there a, a movie where uh she is in stasis something happens and she truly is changed by the events of the movies and asking what her motivations are what her actual goals what is leia herself trying to accomplish and then does she succeed and does she fail and how do all those things add up to creating this legendary character of leia uh and last week by by walking through the original trilogy we really saw that Leia was established as a, a politician, a spy, a rebel leader, royalty, uh, an action hero in Return of the Jedi. It was a great phrase you use, Ken. Uh, we got to see, of course, that she is a, a hut slayer, a trauma survivor, a force sensitive Skywalker twin, and so much more. She is a really well rounded, multifaceted woman known for her steadfast strength cutting wit, and just deep, intuitive, emotional connection to people. Her romantic partner, Han Solo, her brother, Luke Skywalker, and her many friends and fellow freedom fighters like Wicked. Uh, we as individuals, and then just as a larger culture then, got to live with all of that, all of the legacy of Leia, that legend that had been established by the original trilogy for many years. And then, Ken, the sequel trilogy comes along, and the sequel trilogy explicitly wrestles with that legacy, what it might mean to a new generation, and still treats Leia as a person who's now in a different part of her life. You know, she's older, and she is now even more things. Now she is a mother, a mentor, a wife, and a Jedi who made the choice to lay down her blade. So I'm really excited to look at how the sequel trilogy takes what existed in the original trilogy, the, the legend, and build on it. And I want to start the conversation by asking you, Ken, mm. what were your hopes, dreams, fears, expectations for Leia going into the sequel trilogy before you'd seen any of it?
4: I I, I want to come from a, a I'll say some um, very real world thing. I I, I must admit, uh, uh, Carrie's, Carrie Fisher's struggles and, and everything that she was so public with, and she hadn't really been... Uh, uh, in the public eye in terms of acting for a while now. And I I had some, I'll I'll just, I had some real world thoughts. Like what, what is she going to be capable of? What's she going to bring the, this movie? She obviously cares, but you know, uh, what can they really get out of uh, her as a performer? And and then later on, we, you know, we see even she kind of admitted like she had to kind of find her footing again in force awakens. And so, uh, I had some of that going in, but in terms of the, the the character, so and that influenced what in terms of character. So I, I guess I I had somewhat tempered expectations for this character that I love, um, and because of that, I, I just had real hope that she would be the leader of the galaxy in a way. We didn't know the, 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 the situation; we knew there was this thing called the First Order, and they had Tie Fighters and all that kind of stuff. But so going in, I just I wanted her to be. In that spot, in that pole position, so to speak. And in a way she was, there's some different stories and Chancellor Vilchim and all these things that we, you know, learn coming out of Force Awakens, but all through it, she is kind of that symbol of leadership. And I do feel like kind of got that. But then I did have this idea of, of this fear of um, after Force Awakens, maybe. That uh, I don't want her to become a forgotten relic. You know, I don't want her to be. Uh, Force Awakens had some great Leia stuff and she was part of what that sequel trilogy of film wanted to accomplish of the new generation coming up and the importance of passing it on. All those kind of things we, we talk about a lot and are going to talk about here today. But I did want more and I got more. But I, I wanted going into to eight. I wanted uh, I wanted uh, Leia to be and uh, just in, in more things. And, and we did get that.
3: Yeah no you're saying a lot of great things i think uh we'll we'll dive into force awakens but i agree with you that there's a lot of what leia is that was there in the force awakens but then all of these other aspects uh both new and old you know get added in into the mix because the character is so many things uh mm-hmm. and, and that that really happens i think moving into last jedi and rise of skywalker yeah i'm really glad also that you mention the thinking about it from a real world perspective, thinking about mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher, because we talked about that a lot when we we're talking about the original trilogy is that Carrie Fisher and Leia are kind of inseparable in lots of ways. Uh, a lot of stuff that was on the page for Leia uh, would have been there with any actor, but Carrie Fisher made it come alive. Uh, mm-hmm. The humor, the, just the depth of soul, that, that feeling of just kind of incredible uh, wisdom and strength that I think is just a part of who Carrie Fisher was that that was you know added to Leia uh, or or if it was you know intended on the page absolutely made real by Carrie Fisher so they're always going to be tied together mm-hmm. um and for me that was definitely the fear going into it less about could Carrie Fisher you know handle it because uh, th- even though that she had been very public with her very various, stru- various struggles I think the fact that she had been public about her struggles like not that long before Mm-hmm. um force awakens uh i think actually right around the time of the announcement of yep the the mm-hmm. sale happened and the movies were happening and you know, we're waiting for confirmation but it sounds like the big three are coming back uh a friend of mine uh gave me a copy of the book version of carrie fisher's uh one woman show uh, wishful mm-hmm. drinking that has the picture of of her as Leia with her head <laughs> you know, uh, collapsed in her arms in a drink, uh, uh, you know, knocked over and it's just great Carrie Fisher's sense of humor of like, we're going to have a sense of humor about it, but we're going to be honest about yeah. the ups and downs. And I think the fact that and you know, and I knew that there wasn't, you know, actual stage version of that. So I don't think I was worried about Carrie Fisher being like up in the public eye. What I was worried about is how they treated the character of Leia, mm-hmm. And I think, I had a hard time putting it into words at the time, but I think what I was feeling is just like, she's, you know, a character who should be treated as a human, of course, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, real person with real wants, real needs, all that, but that's Leia and she's got to be presented with respect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You, Mm -hmm. You know, put some respect on the legend of Leia. And I think in my opinion, this is totally an opinion thing. We've got a lot of issues still with how we handle age. Mm-hmm. in storytelling. Yeah. And in particular, we've got this, you know, weird divide that has, you know, it was almost uh, you know, uh, really uh, accelerated by, you know, Liam Neeson kicking ass mm-hmm. <laughs> in 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 the whole Taken series, but in general we have this like men can be action heroes until they die, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's not always been extended to the way women age. Mhm. And I think because she was many things in the original trilogy, but one of them was an action hero. Like you could immediately picture much older Harrison Ford. uh, You know, he hadn't, he had been Indiana Jones again, being like the, "Ah, yeah, don't move as fast as I do, but I still kick ass. And like, how, how were they going to confer a different kind of respect on Leia? Because I didn't expect to see her running around, you know, punching people. Um, yeah. and that that was what my concern was, and I and I really liked in Force Awakens that they let her own her age. That the story of Leia was that she was a leader, uh, who you know had this great sense of grace and wisdom, uh, but she still felt vital
4: and proactive, you know. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, yeah. She she wasn't at the far end of the, the table. She's front and center. She's out there. She's landing on the planet. And and maybe in this one, not blast her in hand. Last Jedi. She does at one point. Yeah, I know what you mean. It just it, it was um, all the things that you just listed above uh, the politician, royalty, uh, spy, rebel leader, all this stuff uh, was just a, a, an updated version that was true to the character. And uh, highlighted what she was at that time, uh, at that age, not necessarily Carrie, but Leia, too. So I know there was a great f- realistic fear going in, right? Um, for a lot of reasons. And uh, I think that, uh, they handled that well. Yeah. And I think maybe what it is,
3: is there can be uh, sometimes with aging, the story is let's deny it. You know, and let's just mm-hmm. wink at it of like, yeah, the men are still running around and punching. And there's this kind of a funny joke about how it hurt their hand more because they have arthritis. But they're still kind of just doing the same thing. Yeah. And I think what they did, which I was concerned about, was uh, really had respect for the fact that Leia was older and, and added to that story of leadership by respecting the grace and wisdom that comes with age, you know and mm-hmm. and i think i would that's the thing that i was most excited about that the my fear was entirely unfounded that they respected age in this great way that i honestly think should happen even more often in our big genre storytelling
4: yeah presented her as is with all all respect to yeah the the glory of age um so excellent with that let's move
3: into discussing of uh, force awakens itself and leah's journey in force awakens so Leia is the clear leader of this small resistance movement against the first order uh she once again uh like she did in a new hope sets the plot in motion she has two motivations find luke to restore hope to the fight and if possible Bring her son Ben back home. She sends at the beginning of the movie, even uh, even before we get to see it in the crawl. She sends Poe to find Luke. She uh, reunites with her estranged husband Han. She sends the Resistance to destroy Starkiller Base. Uh, she gives Han the explicit mission to bring their son Ben back home. Leia is devastated when she senses Han's death through the Force and then through the work of all of her various agents and members of the Resistance, she does succeed in destroying Starkiller Base, finding a map to Luke's uh, location, and then sends Ray Chewie, and R2 to bring him home. So she has uh, some successes. She completes her mission of uh, taking the next step forward and finding Luke. Uh, she takes out Starkiller Base, uh, but she has this devastating failure that uh, Han is unable to to bring Ben home. And when I say she has the failure, I I say that in terms of she is the one who instigated the mission. That's her goal. That's what she wants to accomplish. So by the end of the film, Leia's uh, successfully uh, through her agents accomplished some of her goals, uh, but not one of them, at least not yet. So uh, any, any general thoughts on that summary of Leia's journey through force awakens?
4: No, well said she's at the center from the crawl to, to the great stuff at the end with, Ray, where she's very uh, princess-like too, uh, capturing that side of, uh, of of what she is. But uh, the, you feel the general side; you feel it's very active. You feel there's attention, and uh, she's driving everyone through that, either pushing them through, leading them through. Uh, failures and all, uh, Leia's front and center in that regard, and even though you know, again, it, she doesn't show up until a little bit later part of the restructuring of the story the novelization, you get to spend some time with her in the beginning, I think it works in the movie the well, uh, the way as is um, but, uh, you know, that's there for you if you want to find it too, it's definitely um, it's easy to think that's not, that she's not part of the story on a, on, a, on a headlining kind of way, but you've summarized it real nicely, She is driving a lot of things here
3: yeah. Almost everybody who is acting is in some way acting, uh, as a result of, uh, <laughs> of following a uh, general Leia. Um, Let's talk about what parts of Leia's legacy from the original trilogy are emphasized in the force awakens. You kind of hinted at it that there's, there's parts of Leia here and you, and you wanted more and you got them in the, in the next two sequel trilogy films. But what part of Leia's legacy do you think is, is here in the force awakens?
4: Well, as our opponents would say, just a, just a warmonger. That's really, no no. Uh, (laughs) but great stuff in bloodlines there too. Um, I think it's uh, you talk about steadfast, the stalwart. Uh, she is the rebel, and she is the one that knows this is what they have to do. And 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 to get them all through that, she is a beacon of hope. This starts the crawl, uh, sets the tone. What are, what's our first conversation? To me, she's royalty. It's all about Leia and Leia beating being this um, guiding light for so many in the galaxy. And she is going back to and funny you know because we'll see Rogue One after this film where, when you're going to. Back in time, uh, but she she's hope she's hope, and and that word hope gets to- tossed around a lot when discussing Star Wars, and they say it a lot in Rogue One, and we can have some <laughs> fun with that, but it's it's there for a reason. She's got a powerful one at the end. The character does, so I, I think she she uh, absolutely represents um, uh, the hope to get through this all, and the, and the hope needed to to make this fight. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that. There, yeah
3: hope is a word that it gets used a lot in even more in this era and i, I think it's great to sort of um track when what leia's relationship to hope is you know um and mm-hmm. and uh, got some more thoughts about that as it gets more explicit in uh, last jedi and rise of skywalker and all that but i, I love what you're saying that in some ways force awakens Force Awakens is really wrestling with the legacy of Leia, of like, even what should we call her, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of an announcement. It's kind of a part of the publicity that it's, yeah, she's still a princess, but in this movie, we really call her General Leia. We even get that moment where three PO screws up and is like, I mean, General. Uh, And then you're right, the very first conversation, it's not just that Poe is on this mission from his boss, it's that there is weight that Leia sent him. And in that royalty line, is basically making it explicit that Leia is such an important figure to so many people, means so many different things to different people, that the first conversation is a, is all honoring her, but a slight debate about who is she, you know? Sure. Because Poe says general, right? And, and uh, Laura Santeca is saying, to me, she's royalty, mm. has always felt like that's absolutely respecting the mm-hmm. the princess part of her but you also get like this is lor santeca a mysterious force church guy yeah, and, and it's always felt to me that he means royalty because like she is a symbol of the force she is you know she is queen of the light <laughs> that's how yeah. she's royalty to lor santeca is is the way that i kind of take it on an emotional level so it, it feels to me like even though leia doesn't get as big of a part in force awakens it's this mm-hmm. very important part of her uh, the story that the legend that we're telling her about, about her—that everybody is kind of trying to ha- to decide what where to put the emphasis on all of this great meaning that she carries.
4: Yeah, well, what what I love about the moment with Lord too is it's not it's not condescending. It's not a pat on the head of oh that's right she's a general now. It's he he acknowledges that and, and says yeah, to me she's royalty, which represents a lot of what you're talking about—the Church of the Force connection. Great, right? yeah, he might actually be like. Yeah, no, no, we gotta pay attention to her. She's got Queen of the Light Side, like you said. That's a great term.
3: Yeah, we so, literally worship her. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Um, but just it is kind of this like uh, she is. It's almost like he's saying, "Yeah, she's that, and she's also this. She's everything." And and it's such a warm. He's saying it with such warmth too. And it's it, it pays pays to me. He's paying respect to everything that she is and, and was, and and I love the delivery there.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so I I like that it kind of sets up those these questions of who is she, but then I think actively in the film, there's there's a couple of the uh, elements of her character that are really there. Mm -hmm. I think you know she doesn't get a ton of uh, comedy lines, but I think that using wit to kind of deal with hard things Mm -hmm. is there. You know, the the line of you Know, uh, don't do that on what anything is that's that's great married banter. It's it still feels very much like the person who said, Would it help if I get out and pushed, but at a different point in life, who has kind of a different flavor of humor because of age. Um, we talked a lot about how Leia in the original trilogy is presented as the leader, and she is, and we get to see moments where right. she is in charge and she is leading, but. This is the, the kind of idea that we all grew up with. Is Le- Leia's the one who's in charge. She's the leader. But then you watch the original trilogy and like, yeah, but there, there are other people around. Okay. In this one, at least for the Resistance, she is the leader, period. Everyone answers to her. There's no Dodonna. There's no Raikin. There's no Maydeen. There's no Mothma. This is Leia's show. She is the leader, period. And I think there's some importance in that.
4: I absolutely love that. And yeah, we, it was, it was confusing. I mean, the crawl of new hope, basically it's a princess and her people. <laughs> you, 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 you're, you're right. to question, well, who else is a, uh, who else is uh, ranking above? She's the princess and the story unfolds a little bit. And, and I love everything in the original trilogy about the, the command structure of the re- rebellion. But uh, I, I thought it was uh, the general solo thing, excuse me, general uh, Leia thing. Um I, I, I felt that. I love that. I thought that was uh, just a, a absolutely uh, wonderful uh, uh, homage to what she was to so many of us watching in the 80s and beyond.
3: Yeah. And I really feel like that's what the general thing is about, is this emphasis on she is not a figurehead. She's not a spy. She's not third in command or second in command of Echo Base. She is the leader, period. She is the right. general. She's in charge. This is her show absolutely um i also think that uh, part of her that we really got to see develop in um in the original trilogy that uh she's got wisdom clearly she's got we've got that great line of uh talking to Luke in a new hope about, uh, Han has to, uh, choose, mm-hmm. follow his own path. No one can choose it for him. So we definitely get uh, wisdom, but then throughout, uh, empire with her opening up to uh, letting herself be in love, um, to, uh, return of the Jedi of letting herself open up to the possibility of the force and, and being able to truly sense things on a, a different level. A lot of original trilogy journey is about her opening up to being as, the, the full power of her as a is a wise and intuitive uh person. And I feel like that's really, really on display in The Force Awakens. Even though the things that she says about Kylo Ben don't pan out in this film. They mm-hmm. do down the line in the trilogy. So she is absolutely mm-hmm. correct about everything that she says um mm-hmm. about about who Ben is and what he needs, it doesn't pan out this time, but it it does down the line um and also just the way that we see her uh the light touch with Ray that she just senses what Ray is and what Ray needs, and like yep, yeah, there are conversations that we don't see on screen that can be in books um but just for the story told on screen, you're just like, yeah, it's leia she is she is royalty of the light side, she knows that Ray is powerful, she knows that Ray. Uh, has lost things, she, you know, she knows, uh, she can sense what Ray feels and what Ray needs, and she's there for her. It's such uh, a a, f- a fulfillment of Leia as being an incredibly intuitive character.
4: What I love about f- Force Awakens, uh, to that, of this wisdom thing, is it's very prevalent in Last Jedi, but she's she's down and out for part of the picture, and she's referred to as this, you know, well, Leia said, well, in Force Awakens, we get to see a lot of what Leia says. And you're so right to highlight that conversation with Han. A lot of things you can pull from that and connect it even straight to episode nine. Uh, I love everything you're saying there because it, it's just, it, we talk about her being, she's hope, but she's like active hope. She's active wisdom in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. She's active hope, active
3: wisdom. So uh, let's talk about some of her uh, active moments for you in the force awakens. What are Leia's most uh, impactful moments, Uh, drama, comedy, wisdom, anything? What are the moments that really hit you?
4: I start from the beginning Uh, when, when that ship lands and you start to realize and the thing I going back to the very first viewing of force awakens, like you're, I'm so swept up in it that I'm not, mentally tracking like oh man Luke hasn't shown up yet or you know it's like you know the idea you and I talked this week is you know the idea that we got thought going in like we're that, that Luke's don't worry there's gonna be Luke toys from the third act um, <laughs> I wasn't in my head it wasn't active and and I remember when when you start to realize like res, the res, resistance uh, shows up to save the day in Takadana there was this little beat of a, a, a beat in my, in my brain and my heart of like oh wait we're gonna see Leia oh my god Leia I got so wrapped up in the story I didn't see it so when that door comes down and Han's standing there almost uh, like he's uh, ready to go on a first date again, nervous, shuffling, uh, but ready to, to see her. And she comes out and that smile from Carrie Fisher as Leia straight. It, it was straight to all of us right at the camera. I love the shot. I love the 3PO red arm beat afterwards. <laughs> uh, well documented. I love that one. But that is a really that is a it's been a long time. But here I am and it's going to be OK. I really, I feel it in the story and outside the story. I love that moment.
3: I totally agree with you. I think, uh, you know, there's a part of me that wanted Leia scenes earlier so that we could have, uh, you know, really gotten into the politics of this situation. But, you know, what is in the film, this is the moment that she comes back into it right after Han uh, saw Mm -hmm. Kylo. It's so powerful. And it is such a great entrance. Obviously, they used the... um, Chewie uh, chewy were home moment for for Han in the trailers and the cliffhanger of Luke turning is you know one of the greatest Star Wars moments I think you and I I both feel yeah. this is underrated in terms mm-hmm. of she walks off. Han is Han is waiting there with this energy of I am terrible at emotions
4: <laughs> and
3: I'm feeling a lot of them. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
3: It's always been a challenge in our relationship. I don't know if I want to yell, run away, apologize, cry, all of the above. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. And she walks out with that smile that just says, I know all of your, all of those things you're feeling, you know? Yeah. And I'm feeling them too. And I wrote it down almost as like emotional swagger. <laughs> yeah. Like she just walks out there and it has that look of like, there are 8 million unspoken things between us. And yes, they're extremely hard, but I'm going to handle them. And so are you. Come on, let's go.
4: Totally. Totally. Yeah. All in that moment. All in a look.
3: All in a look. And all, all, yeah. And that's like that wisdom of age. Like, it's not that she couldn't have done that, you know, when she was, uh, you know, in her twenties, but it's different Mm -hmm. of like all of these years of baggage and I'm going to wipe them away with a little smile and say, it's fine. (laughs) We'll get through it. We got to
4: do this. And three P O uh, forever un- not understanding the moment. Well, what I I, I've, I've, I know I've talked about other spots. So I don't I don't want to remix it, but just I, I was blown away by the idea that the the, the, the great love story of my time uh, wasn't necessarily in place of this movie that they had uh, separated or been estranged uh, and and that there's there was problems and 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 I, I, I would never ne- I never would have thought that that would have been the case. And I never would have said that. That's that's what I wanted, and and now I just I can't see it any other way, because it just uh, it just really worked, and that and 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 that smile because you're 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 well enough into the movie where you're like, what happened with them?
3: Yeah, I mean, Han yeah. says to Maz, Leia doesn't want to see me.
4: Yeah, I love this. I <laughs> love everything with Moz. Uh, go home, hon. Uh All oh, that's great. But yeah, that's well, wow. it just uh, exactly does what you, you say. You're just like, whatever happened, we're going to figure it out. We're going to get through it because it's almost not important right now. What's important yeah. Is here? Yeah. And on that
3: 3PO beat, uh, I agree with you. I think that's uh, so, it's so funny. I think one of the most successfully funny moments of uh, of, of 3PO uh, being somebody who's supposed to understand human-cyborg relations and doesn't, uh, and just stick himself in the middle, but also underrated, the look that Leia gives him, where she j- basically tells 3PO to shut up with her eyes alone, and it's funnier than anything she could have said, of just like,
1: yeah. it,
3: she's got that look of like, we've talked about this. Like, yeah. for decades, Droid. Do you want to shut up now? <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, it's a great moment. Great moment.
3: Yeah. So what are other uh, impactful moments for you?
4: Yeah, there's uh, there's a bigger one. Maybe we'll talk more. So uh, the, the, that conversation with Han in, in the base on Dakar, uh, and, and everything you made reference to one of the jokes in it, uh, you know, don't do that anything, but the, the truth and her kind of setting Han on a mission. I, I think maybe we can come back to that in a second, but I got to tell you, chewy controversy aside, and I do, I, yeah, I'm one of those give Chewy a hug folks at the end of episode seven. Come on, JJ, you might miss that one, but you know, whatever. But I, I love her, just her warm kind of embrace of Ray. And going to what you kind of talked about of what she feels and what she knows. But for Ray, who uh, is just this, uh, you know, desert ragamuffin out in the world, you know, and just doesn't know what's going on. And it is now part of this big adventure and just went through all the stuff. It's similar to uh, Leia's smile to Han of, I know, but don't worry about it. We're here now. I, I really love that moment with Ray. so motherly. It's so warm. It's comforting. It's a leader. It's hope. It's everything Leia represents to me is in this, like, come here. I, I don't even need to know. I already know. And and, and we're going to get through it, too. I, I think that's a real powerful moment.
3: That is incredibly powerful because it's it's uh, it's in Carrie Fisher and Daisy Ridley's performance that Ray is overwhelmed and distraught and absolutely need someone. But the way it's framed too, of we get pulled back and we really see that this big clump of people, uh, are, you know, greeting and mourning and moving forward, getting Finn the help he needs. And then away from that big clump of like, uh, of different kinds of energy is Leia and Ray, you know, and Leia mm-hmm. really seeing mm-hmm. that Ray needs something different, that she's experienced something different is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, out of that whole conversation with Han about, you know, a little bit of the backstory of what happened to basically their marriage that, you know, Ben, Ben fell. They were both uh, distraught and they went their separate ways. You know, we, we get that sense that they had the, the kind of a uh, firebrand up and down uh, marriage that we would expect them to have from the original trilogy. But that it was truly right. losing Ben that broke them. Uh, but Leia being without, you know, really super using the word hope being that that uh, symbol of hope and that symbol of certainty that you know mm-hmm. even though we've experienced tragedy it doesn't mean this is over but i think in particular the delivery uh the sort of um uh, there, there's something i think about the the specificity of the way carrie fisher a shorter person is looking up at on mm-hmm. but is the one who is clearly in power in the conversation mm-hmm. right. and the soft delivery on we can still save him me you It's always been powerful. It's always had a great emotional, you know, wisdom and punch, even though she is just as much in torment and pain as Han is. Uh, But the fact that it kind of does just play out that way exactly in Rise of Skywalker makes it even more powerful.
4: I man, I I, I watched that scene this morning. I watched a few of the scenes and. Well, I wasn't surprised by that, but just we, we, we talk often here and, and, and gone into great detail. And I, but even in conversation out in the public, when someone asks me or I hear that complaint about, ah, Red Skywalker didn't uh, connect with it, I go, I, I always say it speaks constantly with the previous eight films, particularly the previous two or three. It speaks, it's in constant communication with those films. And I watched this scene this morning and I'm like, the playbook's right there. We it, it's all about Luke, Luke, Luke. No, we can save.
3: Yeah, we're his parents. You know, Luke is a Jedi. You're his father. You know, and and the we can still save him. Me, you. It's yeah, it's so great, mm. so powerful.
4: Yeah, it's a great say. I, I I won't. I'll try not to harp on it too much more. And this isn't a swipe at the Legends EU stuff, which which I occasionally will will, will be a little snarky at. I I got it. Like it, it's um, we extended the Star Wars story, and Luke is the moody Jedi, starting a school, and saving the galaxy. And Han and Leia, it's a great love story we all were inspired by, uh, even though we probably didn't see the trouble warning signs that we should have (laughs) as fans. Um, And so the books kind of carry that. And uh, this and the problem is their kids or the problem is the dark side. The the fact that the sequel trilogy um, to the big theme of this legacy hangs over every part of these characters lives, just as it hangs over ours. And this is what happened. It kind of got, their love story kind of got crushed by that. It continues to work. And that's why this scene over the years has become one of my favorites of the sequel era. When I just kind of liked it in, in seeing the film, right. You know, just like, hey, I got, cool, cool, cool. Let's get us some fighting. I, I, I can sometimes fall prey to that. Um, I keep coming back to the scene more.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, I think you know this. This could uh, this conversation could shift from just being Leia to a general um, love of the sequels and why they matter. So uh, I, I will try to be cautious about that as well. But I, I just love what you're bringing up. To me, I think sometimes there's that question of like, well, what did the sequel trilogy add? And like, well, you know, uh, there these things happen in the prequel trilogy. Anakin fell. His children restored the galaxy, but his shadow remains. Vader's shadow remains. It's affecting Kylo. It's it's right here in this conversation. Like, Han isn't saying anything. I don't think Han's saying there's too much Vader in him to be hurtful to Leia or to blame Leia. Mm. But it's like that shadow, that reality of what is in your blood was too much for our son. You know? Right. It's kind of what Han's saying. And it really makes it, you know, it, it's dotted everywhere that the sequel trilogy is about everybody dealing with what has come before, and even after you're gone, even after you know Anakin returned and defeated Palpatine uh, for a time, uh, y- your actions reverberate, right? And it's still there. It's still there in this conversation between you know this old couple
4: who who loves one another but has experienced uh, tragedy. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, the shadows, man. The weight of the weight of shadows. Star Wars episode seven, <laughs> episode seven. The weight of shadows. That would have worked too. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So a couple other moments that I want to talk about, and I feel like you are, are, uh, are circling around them. Uh, I want, I want to talk about the, if you see our son, bring him home moment.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah.
3: Yeah. Is that the one that you had been holding back on? Yeah.
4: Yeah. There's so much in there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Uh, for myself, uh, this is the back when I was doing Jedi Alliance, I was having, Mm -hmm. uh, hosting in the run-up to force awakens, a old, uh, star Wars talking YouTube show. Uh, one of the joking things I would ask people is how many times do you think you're going to cry during the first force awakens? (laughs) So it was on my mind and this is the moment that made me cry in the theater often makes me cry just the sheer emotion of it. Uh, that, and that it is just truly seeing, you know, older people, play really true concerns of older people, people who have adult children who have lost their way and just the, the absolute realness of it and how incredibly great uh, in real Carrie Fisher's emotion is in this moment and the comfort of, of being held by Han after, you know, all these years of trauma and that there's, there is still such great love between them. There's so much just emotion uh, but then all of this is just, you know, it's, it is Leia sending Han on, on the mission. Mm. And so much of Leia's identity is she is often the leader. She is often back at the strategy board. She is often the, some, the person far away who can sense what's really going on. And one of her weights as princess, as royalty, as leader, as general is she sees what needs to be done. And she hands out assignments and she sends her agents out. And this is incredibly emotional, but it, it's, there's so much part, so much of Leia in this of it's incredibly emotional. It's incredibly personal and intimate, but she is also giving her husband a mission to bring mm-hmm. her son home.
4: And it's the mission. <laughs> it's the, it's the mission of all three of these films, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about what this moment means to me now and how I, I quite frankly kind of miss some of the stuff uh, you know, just kind of carrying some expectations into that movie of what I wanted, and and getting a little, um, unfortunately, cynical on on Han's death. Of uh, you know, a little bit more worried about the destination as opposed to the journey. And uh, yeah, so retroactively, this is this is a, just a great moment, purposeful.
3: Yeah, yeah. Any other any other thoughts on uh,
4: a favorite Leia moments, impactful moments? um i uh no not so, i mean they're they're un- understand there's little there's less leia in force awakens right and going back to what my thought was like coming out of this movie i still had fears of like you know carrie was was still with us so i was like give me give me more give me more give me more If if she wants it you know if, if carrie wanted to be engaged with it as much and it seems like she did and and she make, by the way, she make all of her jokes and had a, you know, uh, get shape and everything like that. But, but some of that's real world and insurance that you need to take out on these actors and then, and and, and and her problems are so well documented a lot of real world conversations about that. But I really think she, 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 she felt good and wanted it and, and, and came back for force awakens, uh, the best of her abilities. And so, um, there's a, there's less moments to choose, I think, but they're very impactful. What is there? Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Um,
3: so looking at a little bit at the structure and, uh, what is going on with the character of Leia, uh, just like in, in a new hope, uh, she instigates a ton of the action and endures horrific loss. Um, she lost a lot of people in Hosnian prime. We don't really spend time with that on the movie, but you have to know that's true. Uh, and then of course the huge and devastating loss of, of Han at the hands of her son, uh, but she remains in this position of being the leader, directing others to act throughout this movie. Does that work for you? What's the power of seeing her as the leader who sends people on missions?
4: Uh, it is, It is uh, again, going to the part of the sequel's purpose and, and, and some of it being um, uh, passing on the next generation. Well, someone's got to be there and do that, but someone's got to have the trust to do that. And I, I think even though some of the, the lessons are really overt maybe in, in, in Last Jedi, particularly with Poe. Uh, and Poe's kind of, he's, he's got hero vibes in this one. You know, it's all going well. Everything uh, uh, goes well for Poe, even when he crash lands. He's, he's <laughs> good and got a cool jacket and all um, that stuff there. But I think there's great value in, in, in uh, again, active, but active leadership and mentorship and someone in both roles at the same time Uh obi-wan was a mentor we didn't get to see him he wasn't really viewed as a leader he was viewed as as help he was, he was viewed as maybe the answer and, and he knows maybe he isn't so he's he's already by the time we see him in a new hope he is he's he's his purpose is to pass on the baton yeah uh, we just hadn't seen in 77 or whenever you first see that movie back in the day we just hadn't lived with that character before to be disappointed, right? I wanted him to be the one to fight you know, <laughs> we, we, that would have been the discussions. So this one, episode seven, uh, it, it is, it is, uh, the purpose and the great, value. I think there's power and value and mentorship and leadership. And this all kind of shows a lay all through this movie to me. She's got staying power, man. He's, you talk about being steadfast and stalwart, uh, a, a person like staying power, even over Luke. God bless Luke, but he's off. God knows where lay is here. And that's, Leia and Hoth uh, not evacuating until the to the very end. That is Leia uh, not not uh, not accepting just being knocked off her speeder bike and, and a little creature. She's gonna she's gonna stick through it all, and I think that's there as well.
3: Yeah, no, I love I love what you're saying about uh, really remembering structurally. She's the one who's still there. You know, you go back to that uh, bridge on Endor conversation between Luke and Leia, where she's like, "Why, why don't you run away?" And uh, you know, I wish I could go with you. And he's like, "No, you don't. You've always been strong." and almost what's implied in that is stronger than everybody (laughs) and that's what comes you know losing ben breaks luke it breaks han it it certainly hurts leia but she keeps doing what she feels must be done she's the one who is steadfast who doesn't go away Mm -hmm. um so that idea of her being steadfast and that she's the one who goes on no matter what despite pain it's there in the original trilogy, but as we discussed, like in a new hope, you can interpret it a lot of different ways. The, the truth of the character is that she comforts Luke and says, I'm sorry, you, you lost a man you've known for a very short amount of time. Uh, mm-hmm. While just ignoring that her uh, not focusing on that. Her yeah. whole plant was destroyed and she keeps marching forward. And we had a great discussion about like uh, different ways to look at that from a modern perspective, mm-hmm. but looking at a film made now that have or now being, you know, 2015 um yeah it makes those things that had become sort of uh implicit based on those scenes in the original trilogy just explicit uh she is a leader who is going on she's chosen her path the leaders where she can make the most difference and she is going to continue despite any amount of personal trauma uh, that she has been through you know she lost ben Uh, And I think what's really important, one of the moments I wanted to highlight is this gives her that moment that she didn't really have in A New Hope. Like, obviously, she's she's on the Death Star when Aldron blows up and she's distraught. Mm -hmm. But the shot of her sensing Han's death, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously, that is we kind of intuitively know that she would feel that because she is an intuitive uh, force user and is connected in that way. It helps drive home to the audience. I think, you know, the weight of it, it gives somebody else uh, another character who is feeling the reaction that we are feeling so we don't move past it too quickly. Um, but for Leia, unlike what happens sometimes in the original trilogy, it absolutely centers her grief. And it says, look at how much pain this woman mm-hmm. is experiencing we're really going to see it that moment where she feels it and sits down and the look on her face is just, uh, gut wrenching. And I think it's just really important to, to center her grief.
4: Center it, let her feel it. I, uh, the idea too, that she says, you know, w- you know, we both to Han, we both went back to what we do. Well, uh, it's politics, it's leadership, so all that kind of stuff. But I wonder how much of that is, is uh, Leah acknowledging like, yeah, I, I went back to what I know, which is, uh pressing on in spite of my own pain and not dealing with it and not having time to deal with it. And that was the way I dealt with it. And maybe in that moment she can't ignore it. And she gets that moment, well said, she, she, she gets it. Yeah. She Gets that moment that she, she
3: really needed. Uh, so last question I will
4: add, unfortunately for Han fans. Yes.
3: Yes, it is. <laughs> Yes, it is. It is a tragedy all across the board. Um, last question about The Force Awakens. Why do you think Leia chooses to send Rey to Luke? Uh, we've talked a lot about her being the person who is uh, being staying there, being the leader, keeping everything held together, and sending others off on missions. But, you know, it's uh, come up in Star Wars discussions. It's, uh, it's Luke's her brother. Why didn't
4: she go? This is a great question. and. Did some contemplating on it. Because you, you see, cheat, we're cheating here. Uh, you go to, you know, Last Jedi and, and, and R2, you know, invokes the uh, memory of Leia to kind of nudge uh, Luke a little bit, right? And, and I think it's effective. I think it's there. But that that to me doesn't happen unless Rey shows up. And I think similar to Han can be the only one to save uh, Ben or at least start that process. Uh, Leia's got uh, part of that uh, uh, as well, of course. But I, I think she knew that this is part of her wisdom that this would be uh, what's important that, that Luke, if she shows up, it might be easier. It it, it might be easier for him to be like, nah, there's just, no, I'm not coming back. I'm not doing this, but uh, Hey, you also got to pass on what you've learned. And, and now knowing what we know, the story of her putting down a blade, all that kind of stuff we could talk about, but you know what I mean? I I think Ray shows up with that blade in hand and it just, the weight of it and the and the duty of it is going to weigh he- heavy on Luke and really, really hopefully get him to question what he is what he's over out there for. Yeah,
3: yeah no, I love what you're saying. You know, I think there could be a a practical Leia. Truly believe she's she's needed on Dakar. They need to do a, yeah. a quick evacuation. There's that sort of like you know it doesn't make logical sense, but I think it is far more important to me about the the intuition that. Leia knows Ray is the next generation. You know, Rey, Leia's got to be sensing just like, you know, the absolute power, you know, uh, emanating uh, from Ray. She knows she's the next generation. She knows Ray, being young, is a symbol of hope herself, of she is the next generation. Uh, you know, in theory, uh, Ray ha- has communicated to Leia that, you know, this lightsaber called to me, you know, mm-hmm. and really Leia seeing like, okay, I'm, I am busy trying to hold everything together and pass on what I have uh, learned. Luke needs to do that too. He needs to pass on uh, what he has learned. If I go there, maybe we're just going to rehash everything. And mm-hmm. if I ask him why he won't come back, he's going to say, "You know, you were there. We've been through this." Uh, mm-hmm. but if he's if I send a a fresh young face that makes him remember what it was like when he was starting his journey, he's going to have to explain himself to her. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of, it's the, I think she sends uh, Ray to Luke because she intuitively senses the plot of the last Jedi, uh, <laughs> which is Luke has to explain his choice to Ray.
4: Yeah. Look, I think uh, to boil it down as best I can for myself here. I, I think it's a little bit like a, uh, a bike that Luke fell off of. And here's another bike. You know, you, you, you fill up because training my son and you feel you lost him and you had to pack up your bags and, and head away. Um, Like, here he, here's your here's the redemption song. Here here it is. You got it. You got to do this again. You got to keep going. You got to face it. And then let's not let's not forget now that we know a little bit more of the story, we can have fun with that. And I really think it, it, it's fun. Um you know, if Leia says, I, "Hey, I can't continue uh, being a Jedi because the, the weight of uh, the galaxy of leading the galaxy, which is a, was a concern of hers and an expressly stated reason," and then also what's going on with Ben, and she says, "Hey, someone's going to pick up this blade again." I think she's <laughs> sending Ray. It's almost like a little message. Here, here's that person, Luke. What you going to do?
3: Yeah. Exactly, and the, that could have been the other title of uh, Last Jedi of Star Wars Episode Eight. What you gonna do, Luke? <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, and uh, I think uh, let's let's take a break now, and then we'll dive into the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, and look at Leia's journey through those two films. We'll be right back. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon-perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah,
4: hey four center friends make sure you're keeping up to date on all the great content from jennifer landa whether it's youtube instagram or tiktok you whippersnappers four center's own jennifer landa continues to bring you fun informative and insightful laughs and moments
3: Back to finish our discussion of Leia's journey through the sequel trilogy. We are moving on into The Last Jedi. Uh, Leia's legacy has really been reestablished in Force Awakens. We have uh, seen her as an older woman being in charge. But we go into The Last Jedi and Leia has a lot of multifaceted motivations. She still does want to bring Luke back into the fight. Uh, Leia wants to make sure that the Resistance survives. She's very clear on that. This isn't about... Moving forward, this is just about uh, surviving, uh, living on to inspire. Uh, She also wants to explicitly pass on what she knows to future leaders. Uh, She demotes Poe for not uh, thinking like a leader. She uses the Force explicitly in a big way to survive a brutal attack on her ship. Uh, Once again, like in Return of the Jedi... The idea of Leia has a big impact on Luke, even though they're not uh, physically together for much of the movie. Uh, It is what the idea of Leia, the idea of her uh, her having hope for Luke encourages him to take action. Leia and Luke uh, reawaken one another, I think, and uh, once reawakened, Leia sets Poe straight and gets the resistance safely to crate. Uh, She suffers the loss of her old friends Holdo and Akbar, and so many resistance members who die in this movie. And Leia almost loses hope. Then Luke returns, reignites her hope. Leia is very pleased to see Poe move into a leadership role by the end of the movie. She senses uh, Luke transcend into the force, and she ends the film comforting Rey, by telling her they have everything they need so that is really a lot of leia in the last jedi um any thoughts on that uh, general summary of what she goes through
4: no i mean we we can joke almost every time but it's just a lot there uh you know unless you forget or overlook her contributions to this story uh and and you know that we hear you know episode nine might have been her film you know if things gone differently in the real world I, I this is very much her film to me as well it, it's it's a luke and leia film and uh they yeah we get the one moment at the end and because of that it's, it's tremendously powerful so yeah a lot of stuff going on there and uh, i love the t- touches on the uh, almost loses hope can't wait to dive into that because i think in a weird way She has a right to every now and then. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I think when I was putting together this summary and and then reading through it again, uh, trying to track in these movies, what does she want uh, as a character at the beginning? And does she succeed? And, you know, she goes through absolute hell in this movie, uh, like almost every film that uh, Leia's in. But by the end, when she's telling Ray that they have everything they need, I was like, well, okay. there's a lot of ways to take that. But, you know, what does Leia mean? When they have everything what are the things um and it made me feel like even though the film is devastating in a lot of ways in some ways it is a victory for Leia because i think the everything she means is hope you know we have uh, restored or kept alive the spark of hope started to pass on leadership uh we have knowledge like literally the jedi books but also just everything that ray has experienced so in a way i feel like uh the fact that Leia starts this movie with just the motivations of stay alive, keep the flame alive, pass on what we have learned, Leia succeeds. This film is a victory for Leia, you know? She gets those things that sh- that they need.
4: Yeah, we're, we're talking in Rise about uh, the bigger victory and maybe completion, uh, a more complete victory than even the one in Return of the Jedi uh, and how it is, how that affects Leia, but I, I even wr- wrote down the note of uh, just, this, this. this might be the victory. Right here. And it is you, you touched on the victory of survival and what that means. You could also, by the way, I think you can go into some real personal levels of, of, uh, you know, me as a depression sufferer. Sometimes I just say it's, I just need to get to the next hour. If it hits hard, you know, uh, I need to get to tomorrow. I can't win this battle, but I can survive it. To fight another day this movie's all about that from the beginning and and watch re-watching last jedi this time around i I'll love that o- opening sequence but it's just so clear of like you did it poe we can get out of here and he messes up then right yeah all the way to what you're describing at the very end it's it's a devastating defeat if you look at it on crate in, in a way just in terms of resources and personnel but it's just a matter of getting through and i think sometimes that's for us that's for us just to get through a little bit of that. Save, save what you love, not fight what you hate is a little bit about just survival for yourself, too. And, and uh, you can boil it down to some real self-help personal ways, which is uh, fitting from Carrie Fisher. I'm sure there was minutes and days and hours in her life where it's like, I just need to get that tomorrow. I just need to survive. I don't need the big win. I need. I just need to survive.
3: Yeah. I just need that little sparkling bit of uh, of hope. Right. Yeah yeah just keep that tiny flame alight and there is so much in this film uh about leia and, and hope and and really making some ideas that were floating around about leia really really concrete uh with that i love that you're connecting it to the to the personal journey of uh both yourself and in carrie fisher mm-hmm. um I, I feel like for me that this film really uh, it, it cements several elements of leia's character of things that you know you could kind of talk with fans and be like yeah we know that but this film just put them in great, beautiful stone. Um, Seeing her use the force in a big way, uh, she expresses direct grief about loss. We get to see that moment in The Force Awakens where she feels Han's death, but she just says as a human to Holdo, no, no more loss. I can't take, I don't know if I can take anymore. It's Mm -hmm. such a human time for Leia to finally say, like, I'm not just a figure. I'm a character, I'm human, and I don't know if I can personally lose you too. Um, So that's made explicit. Uh, There are explicit words about hope that are ascribed to her, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. It it highlights her leadership and makes it really concrete and specific that I am the leader now, but Poe, I would like you to be the leader in the future. So for you, these moments that cement uh, elements of, of her character, which ones are powerful to you? Which ones are the most important? Uh, where do you go with that?
4: Um, it's so funny. I just I just want to keep saying hope over and over again. But uh, um, I, I think being able to I, I think being able to manage the big picture and, and not get lost in, in in the in the weeds and 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 that's what a lot of going back to the survival thing. But it's it's just like we're we're so we're so t- we're so taught to win. We're so taught to uh, y- you know you gotta you gotta you gotta get the finish line and 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 that's your worth and you want the rebels or resistance to win. You want that, but, but um, to get there, you're going to need hope. And and, and sometimes it's just about surviving again. Um, And that was so much of Leia in the original trilogy, right? Um, uh, Alderaan's gone. We, we, but we have the plans. Um, Our base is destroyed, but we just, we just got to get out of here. We gotta, we gotta get to the rendezvous point. We gotta, we gotta rescue Luke. Rescue Luke, rescue, uh, uh, excuse me, Yeah, you rescue Luke and then Jedi rescue Han. Um, when it's down and out, when it's dire, Leia's, Leia's there to be like, find a way forward. Uh, I, I'm knocked off a speeder bike. We talked about it last week. A little teddy bear shows up. I see an ally. I don't, I don't see a problem. I see an ally to get us forward. Um, going forward and the hope of going forward, uh, which is the fuel you need, I, That that's cemented in this film.
3: Yeah. I think all that stuff is absolutely great. Um, and, and definitely going to talk more about hope because I really do want to, as you're saying, focus on that, that moment yep. and about her faltering in hope. Um, but I think for me, I, I, I like that the leadership is made really concrete it, it, it is, 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 uh her just expressing that to Poe at the beginning and then mm. really tying the bow on it of like why are you looking at me follow him when yeah. Poe finally steps up and comes up with the leadership idea it's such a beautiful moment that it's, it's such a victory for Leia and it's a funny line it's well delivered by Carrie Fisher but it's like victory i got him to see the the way he needs to look at this um the force flight is so powerful to me and and i know there are people who don't like it or struggle with it and a lot of issues tied up in that but for me um Before we got everything we got in Rise of Skywalker, it, you know, really fulfilled the promise of she is a powerful force user that, you know, you're wrong, Leah, you have that power too. Luke. saying that, it's seen that, yes, she does have that power, Mm. but... And that was one of the things that I always wondered about and wanted in the sequel trilogy. It'd be great to see her use her power. Um, okay. but I never wanted it to be like I didn't want her to be with a lightsaber and and you know, uh-huh. slashing people apart. I wanted to see her use it. You know, I think I probably early Force Center's like, I want to see her just like, you know, push something over from far away with <laughs> just a flick of her wrist to show power. Uh, but this is even better because it's it's her using the force to uh, make crystal clear what we say about her that she is a uh steadfast character that endures pain and keeps going because she needs to get the mission for the greater good done and that's always the way i felt about that scene what's powerful about it is she just experienced loss they're, they're in a horrible uh you know situation she just had that connection uh, which i'm sure was painful with kylo and with all that, what does she do? Is she just reaches out with her hand to just get back to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that force power is just, it's the 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 force power of I'm not done. I've got stuff to do. And it's not for me. It's for the greater good. It's to pass on what I know. It's to keep this all alive. And I love not only that we get to see her use that huge force power, but it reinforces her as a a, a steadfast, strong character who... Uh, keeps on despite the trauma.
4: Yeah. Great meaning to the use. And I'm like you too. I got to tell you going into uh, even episode seven, I was never of the mindset uh, and, and uh, you, you could, you know, skim through anything I've said before in the, end of the show. I, I, I never, I never was of the mindset that I, uh, that Luke was going to pull out his lightsaber. Leia was going to pull out hers and the adventure begins. I, uh, but I wanted that dealt with meaning, you know, we know what she was at the end of return of the Jedi. And we know we got to experience a little bit with the legends and EU and just those kind of stories. But so I just I I, I you're right. I think this 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 was the way I, I kind of uh, envisioned it. Not not specifically, but just that the, the force, the use of the force, would be something different. And and we got it. And and I I get it. I get it. The whole Leia Poppins BS and everything. You know, oh fine. I guess in your first viewing, it might look a little awkward. I do, But that music hits, and the eyes open up. And you realize what's happening. Um, it's powerful. It's powerful. A little execution, if it, you know, rubs you wrong. Fine, I, you know, I, I can't take that away. But yeah, I, I think it was so so much purpose.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and for me, there, I don't have any you know execution uh, issues with it myself. I understand uh, other people do, but for me, you know, I, I think some of it can just be like we don't get to see moments like that uh, as much, and it's it seen uh, a. Mm-hmm middle-aged older woman uh being you know using power in this very specific and very different kind of way we don't have a lot i think the reason that people made the mary poppins comparison is because we don't have a lot of other images of right uh, an older woman yeah using power that way uh and yeah. and, I, and that's and that makes it only more powerful to me personally
4: yeah no i think you're right on right on the nail there that one. but i i also like it's like it And it, I it, like, again, I get, I get it. I'll say I get it. I get it. I get it. But like I asked my even I asked myself the question after my first viewing of like, yeah, it looked a little weird. It definitely looked a little weird to me. What else? What was I expecting? <laughs> yeah, she's in space. She's using something called the force. Yes. I yes. don't know what I would have wanted differently. <laughs>
3: yes it, it, to me i just i think the cgi is fine for me it just it looks as realistic as ant-man being very tall like <laughs> he, yeah he's not really
4: tall she's not really floating in space i get it that's but, the, but the, and that's that i'm saying it's myself i'm just like after all like what what well, okay, yeah what i mean what else what else would i want her <laughs> <Are> arms flailing <laughs> like what what like flying like superman like what 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 was what, what i what would i have wanted I yeah. got a powerful moment that music cue hits. Oh my gosh! Because I'll say this too here. Uh, um, you, I, I don't. I had, I had it when, when she. I, I wouldn't. I, I didn't think she'd die that way, right? I didn't think that the character would be 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 removed from the story in this in this way. But when she gets blasted out of that uh, command deck there for two seconds in my head, and I know I'm not alone, it was like. Is this what they had to do because of Carrie's loss? Like I you know, so I didn't know. So when it cuts back to her in the music plays, ah, like, all right, I'm there for that. It was powerful for that stuff
3: too. No, The Last Jedi was extremely effective uh at, at shaking things up enough to put me off of my watching game. And it, mm-hmm. it definitely had the like, I don't know what's going to happen next. And, and right. I think it made it even richer because it was, you know, such a validation of of her strength and her power and and mm-hmm. so moving uh because of that uh she's got a ton of great moments of comedy i think it seems like that from behind the scenes we know uh you know wonderful (laughs) carrie fisher is saying i i take my meetings in in my house well i sit on my bed and drink some coke so you come to my house ryan johnson and i'll tell you what i would like and obviously one of the things that you know has been reported that she wanted is more moments of comedy and and she does get them Mm -hmm. so do you have a favorite do you think that moments of comedy add to her the legacy of Leia, the legend of Leia. Do they help move the story forward? What are your thoughts on the comedy of Leia in the Last Jedi?
4: Yeah, no, there's there's uh, Last Jedi is a pretty funny movie uh, at times. Um, for me, uh, I, I think some of the comedy uh, hits better than others, and over time, some of that changes even for me. But um, uh, you just wipe that nervous expression off your face, three PO. It's just it's just it's Leia. It's her, and 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 it's Carrie because Carrie is Leia, and all those kind of things we can we can always say. But also for me. Stunning Poe with not one word <laughs> is also her as well. It's <laughs> like a, you dummy. <laughs> what are you doing?
3: We'll talk about this later. You're Right now you're getting on the uh, transport to crate. Yeah, no, great. I hadn't thought of the stun moment as a comedy moment, but you're right. It totally is. Um Wipe that nervous expression off your face is just such a, that's just a solid joke, right? That is mm-hmm. just a, contrast and then a broken expectation of the fact that the unmoving face can't have an expression and yet Mm. she's right she does wherever his soul lives however it works leia is aware of it and Mm -hmm. she knows he has a nervous expression on his face even though it can't move is both like funny and and kind of speaks to um you know to me great comedy is intuitive it senses a truth that is not right there on the surface and brings it to the surface and that's exactly what that moment is yeah. um it, the pole get your head out of your cockpit which is reportedly a line that gary fisher really liked uh which i really like too because it's it's one of those examples of using comedy to say a serious thing right it, it's mm-hmm. it's a funny way to make the star wars point of view argument of you are looking at things as a hot shot pilot not as a general back on the command deck and she could have absolutely said that line maybe it was scripted that way at one point but poke get your head out of your cockpit is just a funny way to say the exact same meaningful thing yeah that's a great line uh final one for me is the uh i, I know what you're going to say i changed my hair um which oh, is yeah, yeah. you know it's such a weighty scene there's so much emotion in it okay. uh Mm-hmm. It's a great moment if you're just watching a movie and saying, Yeah, as a viewer, it's great to have a little levity, but like you really go like, but that's but Leia said that. The character Leia said that at, at one of her lowest moments. You know, why did she say that? And I, I it it makes it to me that the character of Leia, just like Carrie Fisher, knows the power of comedy to soften a difficult moment. And mm-hmm. it, it, she knows this is going to be hard for Luke almost like she has that smile to Han knowing like yep it is going to be difficult but we're going to get through it this is you know almost her doing that for both Luke and herself mm-hmm. by just like mm-hmm. let's let's let like go a little bit of the tension so we can say what we really need to say to one another you know and she's in a darker point in that moment of mm, having really lost hope and, and and you know expressing to Luke of like uh, you know I, I she's about to express that she knows her son is gone and Luke can her that hope back by saying no one's ever really gone in a moment. So it's, she's in a bad place. She knows Luke is just, you know, crushed with guilt. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, this fun joke just makes it a little bit easier for these siblings to, to talk through these difficult things. They have to,
4: it, it's, um, beyond just an icebreaker. It's, um, it's a time saver, <laughs> you know, let's just get to it. Yeah, you're right. I changed my hair. You yeah. Know? And Hamill plays it great. Just like, yeah. Looks yeah. nice that way, but yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it I, it's great. Um, let's get to it then. Uh, one of the big moments of Last Jedi, the Leia's faltering in hope that she sends out her personal signal when they are got to create they're asking for help and no one's answering. She's been trying the whole film uh to keep just the spark of hope alive, keep the spark of uh, rebellion against these, you know, oppressive, rigid forces of the First Order alive. And this is one of the few moments where we've ever seen her go, well, you know, we we fought to the end, but th- the spark has gone out there's no hope left in the galaxy basically um what is the importance of that of seeing leia this character that you know we say steadfast we say she continues no matter what and then this is a moment where she falters
4: i i I said she has a she's kind of has a a right to i mean this is this is uh, allowing a very realistic moment for someone who's for so long has carried the weight and, and been there and and, and, and not left and been so just feisty and strong and, and I, it's a very real moment for me and, it, and to me it begins almost in the beginning of the movie but you mentioned the Holdo stuff earlier saying goodbye to her friend, uh, you know, in story that someone she's known since her teenage years and and just not wanting and even even Leia wants to serve she's about survival right but he, you know she kind of knows. She has to accept it, but she just doesn't want it. And I, I've i always talked about those eyes of crate, uh, Leia looking out, uh, eyes of Leia on Crate, excuse me, of Leia looking out. It's a second and a half, but to me it is um, a beautiful shot that is just the weight of everything before her. It's all there. And she's going to keep fighting. She's, a meet, she's there to watch the shuttle land, and seconds later she's got a blaster in her hand. But I, I think she has that right, but also it, it, it's a little bit of uh, with, with Luke showing up, it's it's, it's somewhat of a reward for years of her being the one, if that makes sense of, of, you know, you have a right to, to take a deep breath and not know if you're going to go on and someone else is going to, your, your faith, your hope that you've had your entire life is going to be rewarded, but now it's going to be rewarded by others. Finally, everything about what you've done, everything about what you're trying to do in this picture. Um, I don't know why I'm sounding like an old Hollywood producer today. With um, <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? Like Luke shows up or or a version of Luke shows up. The fight's going to go on, Um, even though she's going to be present for some of that next film. uh, The fight goes on. But you are finally you can you can almost you can go now, but almost like you can you can falter because we got you.
3: Yeah, no, I think that. That last thing you said, uh, everything you said is great, but that last thing you said is is perfect. No, sometimes it's
4: fair. Sometimes I have to just, uh, I think on my feet and uh, sometimes my feet trip me. But yes, no, (laughs) sometimes I work to it.
3: Yeah, it it is. uh, You know, I always think of Last Jedi is, you know, people who who dislike it, uh, I think are upset with, you know, some of the... "Quote unquote uh, subverting expectations," and I think that's a quote that gets you know taken out of out of context. For me, what the film does is it questions almost everything about Star Wars, mm-hmm. but it questions it in order to reaffirm it. Just like a character gets challenged yes. in a movie so that they can prove who they are. Almost all of the ideas of Star Wars get challenged from, you know, what should a Jedi be? Is there ever a time where it's good to just be a hotshot? You know, why do we fight? Do we have to fight? Um, and, And I think one of the things that gets affirmed is it is not, you know, stupid or just a motivational poster to hold on to hope. Mm-hmm. Uh it, it gets communicated in a really personal way. We we learn that Leia has been the carrier of this specific phrase of hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you see it, you'll never make it through the night. We learn that while she is, you know, literally unconscious, Poe and Holdo are are holding on to that. You know, when when she says uh to Holdo that she doesn't know if she can take many much more loss, Holdo says back to her, like, You're the one who taught me how to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh And then toward the end, we get to this moment where she is about to lose hope. And then the mission that she has been on for these last two movies is to get Luke back as this symbol of hope pays off right at her lowest moment. I think all these things add up to uh, making hope real, making the difficulty of holding on to it a true human challenge that Leia has had the burden of. And finally others are there to step up and say, we've got it. We've got you. You know, she succeeds in literally bringing Luke back and, and and having him be this, this person of hope. So it really questions Leia as the, the holder and the keeper of hope. Uh, and whether or not that is a valid and important thing and affirms it massively.
4: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, a lot about the, this movie specifically, we were just not, <laughs> not get to the Last Jedi conversation, right? I guess we'll revisit that again on an anniversary uh, in the future. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's okay to to question it, to, to reaffirm, it, like you said, and just like, and make sure you're on the right one. I, and, 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 you know, uh, Mance Rader telling Jon Snow, oh, I know what you, you want to be a hero, which is true, but also... Jon Snow has to learn what that really means. Luke Skywalker has to learn what it me- really means to be a great warrior. It, that's what he wants to go to do. He has to relearn that. And, and this movie's uh, heroes winning wars, uh, fighting the bad guys. Let's question how we do it or everything. And in many cases, you're going to show that you are on the right path. Just got to make sure it's the right way. So I, I, I think again, I think it's like Leia. You you got us here. You got us here. Rest well. We're going to finish this for you, even though she's still around. But but. go into Raz skywalker with this is truly our fight yeah yeah
3: and and i think uh, along with that you know uh, i'm sure there'd been like leia posters that said hope on them you know uh long before but there's this one-two punch between uh rogue one that you mentioned that you know is a lot about hope and then ends with the character of leia literally saying hope um and then uh, words of hope literally being ascribed to Leia of, of that hope is like the sun quote this movie really makes it utterly concrete that she is the holder of hope and how much of that has been her journey all through the Skywalker saga starting in in the beginning uh for for us in the real world chronologically mm-hmm. uh with a new hope that it's called hope uh and she is the one who is looking for Obi-Wan as the hope um right she finds Luke instead as the hope. Uh, there's the literal reminder of uh of her as the holder of of hope in uh in Last Jedi when Artoo uh replays that exact message. Uh, it's explicit in the crawl of Last Jedi that Leia is hoping Luke will, you know, restore a, a spark of of hope. Um and there's there's a real shift here where the the hope, you know, literally was in A New Hope, was uh, Obi-Wan, was Leia hoping to find Obi-Wan? Um, you know, you're my only hope. And then it's Luke is the new hope. Um, and this movie really, really kind of shifts that to Leia is the one who is holding the hope and needs to pass it on to others.
4: Mm. Mm. Yeah. mm-hmm. It's time, to, it's time to let it go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, uh, and Leia does indeed uh, hold on to all that hope. We talked about this uh, a little bit at the top here about, you know, lid uh, absorbs a lot of trauma, but she does succeed in her goals. Poe learns, Luke returns, uh, the Resistance survives. Uh, you feeling after we talked about it like uh, Last Jedi is a triumph for Leia?
4: I'll say it again. Yeah. I, I think it might be the capital T H E the victory. Uh, one of those uh, chicken or the egg kind of what comes first. I think, I think the the victory and in, in of Skywalker is one of the people. It's a complete one. There's stuff we've talked about here on this feed before, but I think uh, truly none of that happens without her and, and, and getting them to survive and getting the lessons and telling Ray, you have everything you need and telling Poe, get your head out of the cockpit and, and and supporting Finn and, and welcoming him, uh, w- w- you know, with open arms. Just to n- n- no, she doesn't care that he ran away. She cares, she cares that he's here. And you're here in the fight now, and and all those kind of things. I it it is uh, and and getting and Luke back and everything that happens there. Um, yes, I I think the survival is the victory, and that leads to the end, the victory in the end yeah
3: yeah well said so let's move on to Mm. the end uh the rise of skywalker leia's journey concludes uh in this film she uh, hopes to train ray pass on leadership to poe in in its uh, complete form uh defeat the first order and if possible still save her son ben at the beginning of the film she is the keeper of anakin and luke's blade and she initially resists Rey leaving to continue Luke's journey and try to defeat the, the Emperor. Uh, but then Leia does give Rey the blade and the crucial information, never be afraid of who you are. We learn that Leia did train as a Jedi and made a lightsaber of her own. We learn that she uh, foresaw the death of her son at the end of her Jedi journey and someone else taking up her Leia's blade. Uh, Leia uses all of her strength at a pivotal moment to reach out to her son, Ben. She helps save him and foils Palpatine's decades long plan to corrupt and use her son. Uh, Ray takes up Leia's saber and uses the Jedi weapons of both Skywalker twins to defeat Palpatine. When Ben sacrifices himself to, uh, to save Ray, both he and Leia finally pass into the Force. Then Luke and Leia appear to Ray. To give their blessing as she takes on the name and legacy of skywalker so even though uh sadly so deeply tragically sad that carrie fisher could not actively uh, portray this there is so much going on with the character of leia in this film uh it, it centers leia's legacy Uh, from a lot of things we've talked about a lot of the different uh, ideas of who leia is he's a person who carries hope and a politician and a leader but this film really looks at some different parts of leia's legacy and lets them shine to me it really centers her as a mother and a mentor Uh, poe and finn both take leadership roles uh because that's what what they want uh uh, as they've been taught by their mentor leia we learn that both ray and kylo are motivated by the fear of failing her leia Mm -hmm. what to you is important in these ideas of leia as mother and mentor specifically
4: i i i just love the idea that it's uh the, it's it's previously unexplored explored the mother sh- the mother stuff we don't get to spend a lot of time with it because it's it's we're, we're going 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 by episode seven but it's it, it's the weight of it i love that you tied it into ray <laughs> a little of this you don't want to disappoint mom mm-hmm. um the, you know even finn kind of almost bragging about him being more connected with uh Leia. she's the sun she's the center of this galaxy that they're all around here and that's important in in, in, a, in a franchise that like with a lot of other things, you know the the death uh, the death of the mother trope. We talk about talk uh, about that a lot. Uh, it's nice to see that here at the end, episode nine, um, the, the the love of mother <laughs> is is the power here uh, for 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 Ben. Even though Han and all that stuff is, is very important and very vital, um, but I like that's part of the part of the story, part of her journey. Is, yeah, is uh, this all encompassing uh, love of mom. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah I think it is really obviously we get the the tragedy of of losing her child to the dark side in uh, the force awakens and how that affects her and Han's relationship and, and her desire her hope, her belief that he uh still has light in him, maybe a little bit of confirmation in last Jedi when he doesn't fire on her so she ha- has been you know present as a mother in those first two films, but yeah. I think centering it here so much it goes a long way for how underrepresented mothers are in Star Wars. Uh, Not that there shouldn't be even more representation of mothers, but uh, depending on how you look at the saga, right? If you look at it as beginning with, in in our real world timeline is uh, episode four, A New Hope, or in the actual chronological uh, uh, chronology of the galaxy, that it begins with episode one. Either way, there's like great relevance to the beginning. If you look at it as episode four, it's a saga that really strongly begins based on Luke, a son's journey to become like his father, Anakin. It's explicit, you know, I'm going to become a Jedi like my father. That's his whole journey. Um, If you look at that as the beginning, then this film through Leia is ending with several people wanting to live up to the greatness of their mother. It's Mm -hmm. Ben, Ray, even, you know, Poe and Finn. Everybody wants to live up to the legend that is, Uh, this human legend, Leia Organa. But you, if you look at it as episode one is the beginning, there's also this great circle with Shmi that, that the story kind of begins with the loss of a mother, uh, which causes all of this, this damage, uh, you know, that, and then, you know, obviously you can get into the father aspect of it with the losing the potential father figure of Qui-Gon, but focusing on the Shmi part of it, that this is the beginning of a lot of things uh, that go wrong is the loss of a mother. And then the story instead ends with all of these people gaining a, a mother figure, not just Ben, the literal child, but you know Rey is the adopted child, and and Poe and Finn, and you know, if, if not in taking the name, they are certainly you know children of of the ideas of Leia. You know,
4: yeah, no, there's I, I love that way to look at it. It's a little bit like um, the, the the loss of mother breaks the galaxy in a way, and then and, and then it heals it here in the end nine movies later. Uh, if you watch it, I mean, you know what? Some someone out there is probably experiencing these movies in that order <laughs> and, and no, no other way. And so, yeah, uh, you know, make all your Star Wars poetry jokes you want. But it's it's that that works for me on that level, on that thematic level.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's so oh, yeah, I, I think just conceptually it's super important. Uh, but I think it also really works from for Leia as as a character, not just like, you mm-hmm. know, a holder of symbols. Um, but it's great that we get to see her personally not just as a leader but a a human who fears losing her children you know because of the way this needed to be put together uh there's only so much room to explore it but i'm continually impressed uh by the elegance of the connections that are made between leia and other characters i think this whole the importance of leia in rise of skywalker i think you, you know rise of skywalker gets buried under all these other conversations which are all legitimate and understandable uh but it's just such a powerful Leia movie that uh, we get to see this moment where despite all her strengths, she's still a f- human who fears losing her children because she tries to tell Ray not to go. And where is that coming from? If not, uh, you know, I'm your Jedi master, but I am this mother figure to you. You've always needed a uh, family. You've always wanted it. We've always felt a connection. And um, uh, it's, it's hard after I lost my son. It's it's hard to let you go. And Ray counters by saying, it's what you would do, you know? And it creates this direct line to what is, I I think, one of the uh, central emotional conflicts of Rise of Skywalker is, who is Ray? You know, she's Mm -hmm. got this rightful uh, anger that comes from living an extremely difficult life, uh, but her natural instinct seems to lean towards compassion, caring, checking on (laughs) BB-8's antenna. That's, you know... Given Dio the juice he needs, that's Ray. Given the Vexus the power it needs, that's, that's Ray. And the It's What You Would Do draws this direct connection between Ray and Leia. And to Luke saying, Leia didn't judge you. Leia knew that you uh, were connected to Palpatine, but she didn't judge you because she saw your spirit and heart. And it's always made me feel like this connection between them is like Ray, that Leia sees much of herself in Ray, so it's not to me just uh leia as mother figure in a mythic way it, it's real personal about who leia actually is and how she connects to Ray and why
4: yeah that's important for 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 Ray as she rejects you know rejects the family <laughs> that is uh, there in front of her as uh, grandpa palps tells her i'm all you got i think that kind of the symbolism of, of, of Leia's lightsaber, but uh, but now the actual uh, practicality of what she's learned from Leia because the simple power of Leia sees her for who she is. That as Luke tells her, uh, Force Ghost Luke tells her, it's some great stuff and a, and a great uh, tying that all together too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad
3: that you uh, mentioned uh, Finn saying, you know, uh, that conversation with Poe and that kind of a yeah. little bit of fight about Leia knows, Leia knows what's going on and I know what's going on. I guess you don't, Poe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it is really important in that there's there's a lot of connections to be drawn between uh, Finn and Leia. Just even structurally, they have a similar kind of journey in Return of the Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, where Leia is just awakening to her force abilities and mm-hmm. just as Finn is just awakening to his in Rise of Skywalker, but I'm always really affected by the way Finn's force abilities are portrayed in Rise of Skywalker. are They're very intuitive and they're very much based on connection and relationships, and they are therefore very similar to the way that we've seen Leia use the force in the original trilogy mm-hmm. with connecting to Luke, uh, sensing him, and uh, even with The Force Awakens, that Leia's force powers have always been uh lean towards the intuitive and it's so cool to see that in finn
4: as well ah, look look at the end of return of the jedi right the stuff with Han. she doesn't turn to Han and go well i have force powers now um i i, I can sense that luke's left she just knows she just says it she doesn't explain it it's just left for you to kind of uh digest and and take and, and build from there and i think there's some some similarities with, with finn uh to me as well yeah
3: yeah, and a uh, other thing I want to follow up on is I love what you said about the there is such a a different energy um with there's a lot of conflict between fathers and sons mm-hmm. throughout Star Wars, and I love that the conflict here in, in what is ultimately the thing that that makes it so Kylo really can't listen to himself that is is the light side mm-hmm. is that uh, you know I failed her I can't go back to her and and I know Ray when. You you know you've let in a lot of anger and you failed her and you can't go back to her too. It's all great, but it does really have this very real world. Uh, you know, she's not mad; she's disappointed. Energy of like, <laughs> I. It, it's not that I'm not strong enough or not this enough or whatever. It's just I I let her down. She's so great, and I let her down. I can never go back to her. It's
4: really different and really great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it, the family. The family connection for Ben is is pretty sure I keep even going back to the last Jedi scene of uh, you know Luke's you know she says my son's really gone. Luke's like I'm not here to save him, but he put he puts Hans or the image or whatever you want to say he puts Hans dice in her hands. Like I almost have to say you know you know who can save him, him and you really it ain't me. It's not what I'm here for. And 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 uh, <laughs> that's that's tough for Kylo to you know I get it I get it. That's why it's so powerful because you know not want to disappoint mom. Come on yeah
3: yeah so let's get into that this is it, leia's big specific action in this film yeah. uh she reaches out to ben uh in this pivotal moment that she foresaw long ago uh it it, it does it has a couple of effects uh, obviously he's about to bring his blade it looks like down on uh ray uh obviously that would lose the galaxy. Uh, the galaxy would lose Ray's light. Uh, ben would probably have, uh, a hard time ever coming back, uh, from that choice. There's uh, certainly some dyad implications. So it's a, it's a real concrete thing. Um, as Palpatine himself says, reaching out to Ben in this moment, uh, foils this long plan that Palpatine's had to whisper in Ben Solo's ear and, and corrupt, uh, the last Skywalker. Uh, so there's like definitely like plot ways that you can say like yes this is the actual impact of that that moment. But for you is this a meaningful final moment for Leia's journey on the mortal plane? Uh
4: yeah, if anything just to, it's worth it so you can hear uh, Palpatine say the princess of uh the red. Uh love all that. Yeah. Um I, it's like when Luke passed it's like I asked myself as a fan what did I really want you know if that wasn't what i wanted did i want him to flame out in an x-wing or be sliced in two by kylo's blade I no no i, I don't know uh, i am that's why it made me accept a little bit more of the peace and purpose journey too so there's something there with leia that it's so it's such a personal final act and it has ramifications for the galaxy and for the big fight and palpatine um it's also going back to where we first met Leia f- for most of us with episode four in, in that real world timeline. And that moment we talked about, I am not saying. It's, it's, it's built out of the, putting the blanket on Luke scene, but, but what do we know about Leia? Uh, her willing to sacrifice herself in a way for the greater good and the greater purpose. And this is that, this is it for me. And it's a very motherly purpose. It's a very, uh, sad and bittersweet, um, purpose in a way, but it's, 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 it's heart-wrenching and it's beautiful. And it's inspiring and go into what you're talking about. of just, you know, not disappointing mom, or it's only, you know, that Kylo's big fear was just felt he wanted to go back, but couldn't. And to feel that, uh, to feel that love for Leia to truly give herself up in that moment for, 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 for badness, something that worked for me and it's powerful for me.
3: Ah, I love the way you're describing that and even connecting it to that moment of, uh, of putting, uh, you know the the blanket the shawl on luke is such a moment of of kindness and empathy you know we we discuss it as uh, it shouldn't leia's grief be centered too but regardless of anything it is a moment of great kindness of seeing what he needs and mm-hmm. and giving it to him and that is uh, i think great to draw a line of that kindness that empathy from luke to this moment with ben um i think th- this moment is just so huge to me for lots of reasons um it's just great to see her take a big concrete action you know as we've kind of examined as we've gone through these movies uh you know leia d- does a lot she uh, endures a lot of uh loss uh, you know return of the jedi i love that you described her as an action hero she does just get to jump in there and do a lot um but she's not always uh centered and she doesn't always take a huge big concrete action herself mm-hmm. and it's great that her final action is you know not just nodding to somebody else that they've learned her lesson, but it's her taking an action. And in some ways it's this great resolution of the different elements of her character that at different points we've seen Leia jump in and, and and take care of the action herself, grab the blaster uh, from uh, Han and Luke and help their bumbling rescue all those great moments. But we've also seen her a ton as, uh, the leader who knows what must be done and sends her agents to do it, mm-hmm. yeah. and this is so literally um, something she can't send anyone else to do. She can't send Han. She can't send Luke. She can't send Ray. She can't send Poe. She can't send anyone uh, else to do this. Right. This is literally her basically projecting her soul to be with Ben. That that's the way I interpret it. It's the mm-hmm. ultimate. Uh, I can't stay behind at the base. I have to go out there and, uh, you know, Im- embrace the action. And to me, I just, uh, I-, I always just feel that moment. Um, l- like if a hug can be metaphysical, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if a hug could be down to your soul and-, and it's just, it's one of those moments that strips away all of the space fantasy, all of the weirdness. And it's just, it's a, it's a son who disappointed his mother and the one thing that he thought he lost forever is, is being held by her mm-hmm. and that he feels that in his soul. It's, um, mm-hmm.
4: it's just really moving to me that that is her, her last action. Mm-hmm. And, and the effect on Ray in that moment, uh, perhaps feeling that her power mm-hmm. <laughs> has hurt another person again. There's a lot, a lot going on. Um, and again, in a real world way, I mean, the, the, the fact that we're able to pull this off, with what the untimely passing of carry and even just the limitations of the technology and, and what they had in the footage. They had, I, I, I still really applaud it. Is it, it. Can you consider it all pitch perfect? Nah, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, and also knowing what it takes to get movies made or TV shows made <laughs> and meetings and producers and studio heads and test audiences. Gosh, it's a miracle. Any movie gets made. It, it really is this movie with all on it to, to pull some of this stuff out. I, I still really applaud it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. And yeah, there's definitely, you know, you can look at it and and say like, Oh, it's, you know, it's, it's too bad uh, that, you know, uh, Carrie Fisher was not alive to shoot these scenes new and you, yeah, that that one feels a little like Mad Libs and all that stuff, but it just, it strips away from you when you look at like the meaning and let yourself uh, Mm -hmm. feel the emotion and connect it back to that you, me line. And this moment from uh, Leia opens been up to even the possibility of coming back to the light right, you know he right. she just gives him this you know, hope that he had lost and he lost hope that he could ever go back to her and she gives him hope and and then Ray is there to to show him uh empathy uh by saving him and then it the the you me really plays off of the reason he's thinking about his dad is because Leia opened up that possibility and you know ultimately Uh, there's it's a great moment between uh ben and han and and i always go on about the cheek touch that saved the galaxy and i love that connection but the actual lines there too are about leia right yeah ultimately where he says you know i I can't go back she's gone the one thing that i would have gone back for is gone it's like your mother may be gone but you know what she stood for what she fought for Mm -hmm. i mean talk about leia as somebody who Mm -hmm. is you know, destined to have a legacy. It's it's just literally saying, This woman made the choice to stand for things and you can always honor that is really, you know, the payoff of uh mm-hmm. you, me, we can save our son together. Yep. Yep. Watch folks, watch that episode seven scene again. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. We move on to uh mm-hmm. this big idea of Leia's legacy as a Jedi and a Skywalker twin is also really elevated in this film. Um we got to see her use the force in Last Jedi, but we didn't really talk about it. You know, or we got Laura Santecker to call her royalty, and I can interpret that a, a, a certain way as as being the queen of the light. But this get Rise of Skywalker gets explicit. She's elevated to be hand in hand with Luke as a Jedi and a Skywalker twin. How do you feel about that? Do you think it works? Do you think it was needed? Does it tie her journey together? What are your thoughts?
4: I think it absolutely ties it together. I think, I forget exactly how you phrased it. Maybe you remember, but just of, of just essentially answering the question first posed in 1980. Who is the other one? Who's the other hope? Who's the other choice? And and then we we get an answer in Jedi. And here we are 30 some years later, whatever it is, we get this movie. And again, I gotta be honest. I I never I never expected to see any version of Leia walking around with a lightsaber on her on her hilt or her belt, a uh, hilt lightsaber hilt on her belt. I should say, I, I didn't, I didn't. Maybe others did, and maybe that would have been cool in its own way. I, I I just identified so much as the way George kind of presented her originally. Like, yeah, these these uh these uh, scoundrels and kids are out here chasing things. This this rebellion is hers. So um, that said, come to Rise of Skywalker, and you get the reveal of the lightsaber and. And again, I, I I believe you broke it down pretty simply of just like uh, back back in our review and discussion of this film is like Ray needs both lightsabers to fight and defeat Palpatine in that moment, and it pays homage to to 1980 of no there is another and and it fulfills all that and then you get some of the details revealed some people didn't like them some people did like them of. of you know, we'd already gotten it in, in some of the novels and stuff like that of of I I was Luke's first student, but I felt my place was helping the galaxy, which is a truth. And the other side of that is also I saw some stuff that made me think that I need to get off this path and someone else will pick up the blade. And to see that all come together, I think it ties a lot of things together for me. Yeah,
3: absolutely. And, and I do love that. I do love that we actually did, you know, CGI and all, however you feel about it. We got to see. Uh, sort of the Leia of that great space fantasy of like, yeah. she picked up a blade, she's got it, that's how she designed her hilt, now she's swinging it, and she's of course she's good at it, because she's intuitive and she studies hard. The two things you need to be a Jedi, and she's got them in spades, of course she was just a great, easy first student uh, who picked it all up, and then, you know, uh, playing off her line in New Hope about Han, uh, you know, uh, no one can choose his path for him, uh, you know, she felt this is her path, you know, but uh, both concerned about her son, this vision, but also like, but I, but I'm a politician at heart. It's what I was raised for. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm needed. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so that all that stuff of, of knowing that, that backstory concretely of like, yeah, no, she studied, she trained, she's got a lightsaber. She made a different choice. That all worked for me. But yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, some of the stuff, uh, that I was excited about on our very first review, our very first discussion of rise of Skywalker that, you know, it does pay off the, uh, no, there is, that boy was our last hope. No, there is another, meaning another hope. Uh, and it even pays off just the way that the Skywalker twins are discussed, the way uh, Log sitting Ghost Obi-Wan says, you know, yeah. uh, the Emperor knew as I did that if Anakin were to have any offspring, uh, they would be a threat. Uh, this idea that both of the Skywalker twins were a threat to the Emperor mm-hmm. is paid off by symbolically both of their blades being needed to, to stop him, to hold back uh, his, his anger and his greed and his destruction. They needed both Skywalker twins symbolically is, you know, extremely meaningful uh, for, for paying off Leia being the absolute equal mm-hmm. in galactic and cosmic importance uh, to Luke, uh, not just as a leader, uh, but as a, a Jedi.
4: Yeah, the the yeah again. Going going back to old Log Obi Wan, that's a great. it's just you know, Palpatine's been living with that fear of these two twins, uh, or would have been living it with them for a long time, and they were they would they are a threat. So here they are. It pays off in a, a, a in a great way, and and not for nothing, not for nothing, Joseph. I think it's a real cool lightsaber too.
3: It is a super great lightsaber, and I'm looking forward to having uh, many more. Uh, it, not just pictures, but uh, I want some some actual action figures in hand with that lightsaber. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The other thing for me is, you know, we've really been looking at how her legacy is built. Then all these other characters kind of inheriting her legacy in the sequel trilogy. And you've got everything princess general in uh, force awakens kind of wrestling with, you know, uh, what all titles to, to give her. Cause she deserves so many. I love that Jedi is just as uh, important ultimately. And I think the biggest thing for me really, you know, playing off of that empire strikes back quote of no, there is another hope, you know, when I look at the film title, a new hope, and that is a story about Leia trying to get her request uh, uh, to Obi-Wan Kenobi because he's the hope. She doesn't get him, but she gets Luke because he's the hope. And retroactively, it makes me feel like, no, a new hope means both of them to me. Like, yeah, uh, I think, you know, literally structurally, analytically, it's referring to Luke. It's singular, but in my heart, it's both mm-hmm. of them. It's, it's the Skywalker twins have found their way back to each other uh, and, and together they are the new hope.
4: Yeah, no, especially especially again with the, all the stories complete, you could you can go back and and and, and if these all these stories do their job, you think you can pull that stuff and connect those things. That's what we talk about emotional canon all the time, and I absolutely believe that. That's the, the these great. It's okay to ask these great what ifs. You and I have had fun even this week. Like, what if what if uh, Obi Wan and Leia debut go on a little adventure? You know, <laughs> stuff. But the, the story is what it is, and, and there's great meaning in that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, so a couple other things I want to talk about as we we head toward wrapping up because there's so much we could talk about. Uh, we've really been looking at which films in the Skywalker Saga where Leia has an arc, you know, meaning she starts in a place of uh, stasis, an event happens, and she is changed by it. It's small, but I really do think Leia does have an arc in this movie. And at the beginning, she's not ready to let go of Ray, Ben, the Resistance, and by the end, she has passed on everything she knows and enters the force uh do you think this arc is there and if so do you think it's a fitting end for the the character of Leia organa solo skywalker
4: i, I absolutely do I, i'll bring a little bit of the novelization by red carson which i think is really good uh you got you got you got luke kind of whispering her ghost luke or cosmic force luke whatever you want to say whispering in her ear just like let go let go And she has to wait for the right time. She has to wait for the the right moment. Uh, She is uh, this kind of uh, just big, uh, you know, source of, like you said, wisdom. And all the things you just listed, wisdom, leadership, skill, hope, um, motherhood, redemption, warmth, comfort, uh, steadfast, uh, the drive forward, the, the will to rebel. She's all these things through these movies. And what you just said, for her to know that it was time really time she's addressed it before in comics and stuff. She understands it. She's intelligent. She knows her time is it's finite, but to, to face it and to know that you have done your duty, you have passed on everything. And this is your final act. It is time to let go and have that, that, that trust. And in the end to have hope that everything you've done will have meaning and has this legacy. I think it's a fitting end. I could not think of any other way to, to end uh, this existence of, of the character.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm really glad that you brought up the novelization. I, I really agree with it. I think it's it's emphasized so well in the novelization. I do feel like it's there in the film. It, it to me, it's why that moment where she doesn't want to let Ray go on the mm-hmm. journey is yep. so important because it it shows somebody who's like. You know i uh, i know i send people out on missions but like you know i i gotta be here i gotta stay here i gotta be the leader i gotta take care of everyone i gotta make sure i've passed on everything just that little bit of resistance to you know the the children all going out on their own without her um i think yeah. sets up this arc where she needs to uh truly let go because she's she's been the fighter who's in the leader who's needed control, you know, she's been behind the strategy boards, uh, you know, moving her agents around like chess pieces and what a great final challenge for her to, uh, totally let go. Literally, uh, I think like leave her body, uh, to do what she needs to do and trust that, uh, she has successfully passed on what she has learned. And, and I think it gets fulfilled so great by having everything with Ray, obviously, but also with Poe, right. Of, mm. of being, of, of kneeling. And saying, you know, can I do it? Can I can I be what you were? And, and uh, Poe po does pick up that very specific uh, baton of Leia of keeping the spark of hope alive, you know? And and so Leia's, Leia's arc, her challenge to let go is really validated by, yep, she has passed on uh, what she's learned successfully. And I think having that image of her at the end with Luke in the white robes bearing the sabers right right to the last minute of Luke and Leia they are they were the, the, the new hopes they were the skywalker twins they were the the legacy and they've passed it on
4: mhm skywalker saga i've heard these are called <laughs> yep
3: yep that's a term i've heard uh <laughs> thrown around a little bit it's on a sticker
4: or something yeah i got you it's on a
3: sticker yeah yeah i heard about a rumor at, at, at on the playground yeah. about it being called the skywalker saga uh So for you personally, what's her legacy? Like, we've had a ton of fun, you know, talking about her actual journey through the movies, who she is as a character, uh, what she represents. Uh, You've made some great connections to your own uh, personal life and journey. But when you try to be like Leia, what kind of just day to day life moments are those? What do you do when you're trying to be like Leia?
4: I consider Leia the path. And what I mean by that is I'm a Han guy, meaning literally I'm a grumpy guy in a jacket and <laughs> would much rather just kind of run away and go be something that I think I am. And and uh, sometimes I'm, I'm Luke, like, well, that sucked. We're not going to do that again. Or I, I pack up my bags and I go home um, a lot. Um, Leia's the path, capital T, capital P. She's, she's the path. Similar to Padme, you, you talk about Padme being the moral compass of so much of uh, the prequel era and the Clone Wars and everything leia is the one you aspire to and so uh leia the character uh well leia Le- 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 leia the character influenced a lot of um my youth and we even talked about just frankly just the uh who, who i might look for in a partner and all those kind of like early kind of real world things all that's there uh, i was asked uh, uh not too long ago on another show uh, uh jason inman and ashley robinson uh, did one of their shows and they you know Name your number one star, like who is the best example of a Star Wars character? And the answer to me is Leia. Uh, Leia, because she's there for the fight, all these steadfast things and the hope and everything. So when I'm out in the real world and I want to be like Leia, that just means to me her legacy is to find your way to the right path. Doing what's right, uh, doing it with compassion and empathy, but also strength and also knowing who you are. And uh, maybe even at times knowing when to let go uh she yeah. she is the the center of star wars to me in a lot of ways um and represents that that path and i want i'm not gonna say the correct path and the right path we all must follow our own jersey journeys and make our own choices leia would say that too yeah but um the the center of the story uh, is there through all
1: of it
3: yeah yeah incredibly well
4: said uh i
3: think you know you you said something very similar to I think what my initial you know gut reaction is is this idea that you can be extremely strong and extremely caring at the same time. Um, uh, my friends uh, Double Clicks have a great song called uh, "Sensitive Badass," <laughs> meaning you can be both. Uh, mm-hmm. And Leia's the the ultimate <laughs> uh, sensitive badass in a certain way. Um, and I I think for me I appreciate uh, the complexity of who she is when I can be kind of inspired in a almost a joking way of like, I know I just need mm-hmm. to, I know I want to do some writing to accomplish the things I want to write, you know, do in life. Uh, but I don't feel like it or it's the the scene I need to write is scary. You know, Leia is just such a great figure to be like, come on, be strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep going, keep moving forward. Uh, faced with kind of endless opportunities, I think, to um, mm-hmm. to try to be empathetic when you can. And try to, uh, you know, take care of yourself and give yourself what you need, but also just kind of being there for other people. And, you know, I've been really trying to remember uh, in our, particularly in our weird pandemic times of like um, everyone I'm interacting with is probably doing uh, the same or worse than me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like I think that's a real lay of being like, yeah, I'm going through hell, but I'm also going to be here for you, uh, too, because, you know, I... I I have that strength and I can make that choice. Um, so I think sometimes when I need to kind of kick my own ass and not disappoint myself uh, is a great Leia inspiration. And I think when I'm trying to remind myself to be empathetic to others, uh, Leia is a great inspiration for that as well. Um, and the uh, the pass on what you have learned is, is strong, you know, to... Yeah. To not hoard knowledge, but to want to share it. Uh, to want to, to let other people know what you have learned. That one gets tied to Luke a lot, but I think it's super, uh, because of the explicit dialogue, but I think it's so explicit in Leia's journey in the sequel trilogy that that's her whole goal. <laughs> that's yeah. her whole thing, is to pass on what you have learned. Um, but the, the last bit of Leia legacy that I wanted to shout out is um, you know it's a newer line because it's from Rise of Skywalker, but this line and this idea of never be afraid of who you are what a great line for a complex character. You got a complex character like Leia and and she's, she's got one thing to say to Ray, you know that this one bit of wisdom to impart on this journey you know and it certainly applies literally to Ray, who is confused about who she is and is going to face this challenge of this you know allegedly horrible legacy you know and that uh ties back to Leia's legacy uh uh, with Vader and with what what Ben had to wrestle with you know it could even tie back to um the reality that Carrie Fisher had a ton of challenges that she Mm -hmm. had to face but I mean never be afraid of who you are. It's such a, to me, a Carrie Fisher line of accept everything about yourself, accept your strengths, accept your flaws, have a a sense of humor, try to be strong, and, you know, just keep moving. Don't be afraid of who you are, Accept your entire self uh, Mm -hmm. is a great Leia message.
4: It's it's absolutely a great message. Absolutely. And it's so powerful, so powerful to Ray both in to me I take it is don't be afraid of who you are meaning what you could be your potential what you might want to be but also don't be afraid of uh, yeah you' your, your Palpatine's granddaughter don't worry about that don't worry about that and you fear you have this power that will hurt people don't worry about that you get you, you can find out and and that speaks to me of uh, even of Carrie and the and, and the demons in her life that she uh, tried to own or at least tried to own up to and and, and enlighten and and comfort other people with them and, and undeniably her to the bitter end and yeah. Uh, I think that's a great lesson for Leia to impart for all of us.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's been a great conversation, Ken. Uh, this episode yeah. went a little bit longer, but there's so much. The, the sequel trilogy is really, really rich with uh, ideas of Leia and Leia as a human and Leia's actual actions and uh, relationships. and Just so many different uh, facets of the character that's represented in these movies. Uh, so we could talk for a very long time. But I want to ask one final question, and this will go under the category of never be afraid of who you are. I am someone. <laughs> Mm -hmm. who is obsessed with action figures. So I want to close out by asking about action figures. Mm -hmm. Ken, uh, the original trilogy has so many Leia action figures. What is the
4: Leia action figure uh, that they have not made yet that you want the most? There's some really good potential choices, uh, some that I'd say, come on, we need... But I try to go to what we grew up with, which is the different type of Leia figures representing a different, maybe part of her journey, personality, or, or just what she brought to the movie. Uh, Hot Leia, Bestman Escape Leia, uh, New Hope Leia, all those kind of things. Combat Poncho Leia, right? <laughs> like their favorite characters. Uh, so I think we need injured head wrap Leia. <laughs> uh, the. Uh, Ability to survive, the ability to still be yourself in the face of adversity and uh, the ability to still look good when your head's wrapped in a bandage and you're still going to take action. I want injured head wrap.
3: (laughs) That is definitely in the let's get real completist about this. What (laughs) what small image uh, have we not made yet? We don't have one specifically lined down with the head wrap. That's great. Um, If I had to just pick one. I think uh, we we have the the good three and three quarter um, uh, Last Jedi uh, gown, which mm-hmm. is great. Comes with a blaster and everything. It's a it, it's it's sensitive badass <laughs> yeah. uh, leadership. Leia, love that action figure. Mm-hmm. I really want uh Rise of Skywalker. I really want the uh, what I'm calling the uh, Agent Class leadership gown. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it's such a a different look and it is to me so important that it still looks like Leia still looks elegant, but you know, that darker color of the sort of jacket part with the higher collar, it so says, yep, I have been through a lot. Maybe I'm even still in mourning.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Maybe I'm even starting to dress like my father, Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. and, and representing everything that he was. I'm being the Jedi master, you know, I'm holding the family blade until I can, uh, you know, part with it and, and, and give it to Ray. There's so much going on in that costume. I really want an action figure of that.
4: Mm, I absolutely want that. Yeah. Lead, lead, is it just leadership Leia? Should we just call it that?
3: <laughs> leadership Leia. Yeah. yeah. Letting go. Leia. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if I could just have one, that's the one I'd vote for. But the other thing I would like, Ken, is, you know, how they used to make the, uh, over time, the various evolution packs where you'd get, like, three or four figures? Oh, yeah. An evolution of Leia pack with the, the Jedi Jedi training Leia, which is absolutely needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you could get this, uh, the leadership uh, Leia from Agent Klaas. And then, you know, finally, I would not mind a Force Spirit Leia yeah. in those robes action oh, yeah. figure.
4: That would be nice. I love that. I love that. Oh, man, we yes. need some more figures. Need more action. More figures. Always, That's great. always. Uh, any final thoughts then? Nah, just happy to discuss Leia on uh, from our perspective again, and our view is, uh, is always what we say, but Leia is so important to me and, and important to so many and just uh, love diving in. And yeah, it's fitting, the sequel trilogy era. I think it is more rewarding than uh, maybe initially thought for some, and I hope you all uh, take an opportunity to dive into all the characters, but particularly what's there with Leia. Yeah, yeah, and uh, as
3: as Ken just said, you know, we always do want to keep in mind that uh, these are our opinions. We'll try to offer our evidence from from movies, specific moments, specific lines, but they're always uh, our interpretations, our opinions. And we know, especially with a character like Leia, that means so much to so many different uh, people. Uh, and so tied to Carrie Fisher and her journey we totally rec- uh, recognize and respect that there are many many different opinions out there and we uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time to listen to ours and we do realize that there these are simply our perspectives but there are many to be had on Leia. Uh, my final thought is uh, I just I love this quote from uh, visual dictionary. Uh, it is a picture of Leia and there is a little line to, um, to like just under her clavicle where there would normally be like an insignia. Mm -hmm. And the uh, little bit of information is uh, she wears no insignia. Everyone is aware of Leia's rank. (laughs) 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 And what a great thing to say about Leia. We are all aware
4: of her rank.
3: It is quite Uh, So with that, Ken, do you want to let people know where they can find
4: us? I absolutely do. We are on Twitter at Force Center Pod. We are on Instagram, YouTube as well. Facebook page is Force Center Podcast. Podcasts available in a lot of different spots, including Anchor, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Music, and more. Merch available at tpop.com slash user slash Force Center. You can support us directly at Patreon.com/ForceCenter. Always have, I love having new patrons join the team and in getting into our Discord server. You can follow me at Katnapsuk or Go to CatnapSucker.com for more information on all the things I do.
3: Excellent. And uh, for myself, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can check out all of my other comedy adventures on my website, josephscrimshaw.com. But for now, for myself, for Ken, for the hope that is Leia Organa Solo Skywalker, this has been Force Center.
2: This summer, you need clothes that you can wear anywhere. For that, look to American Giant t-shirts, shorts, jeans, and sweatshirts. American Giant makes everything in the USA, so when you buy, you create jobs and improve local communities all across the country. Shop summertime closet staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com with promo code WA23